Okay, okay, happy Friday, boys and girls. We're on page 204. Let's get started. Esperanza had grown so accustomed to the strikers chanting while she packed asparagus that the moment it stopped, she looked up from her work as if something was wrong. Hortensia, do you hear that? What? The silence. There is no more yelling. The other women on the line looked at each other. They couldn't see the street from where they stood, so they moved to the other end of the shed, cautiously looking out where the strikers usually stood. In the distance, a caravan of gray buses and police cars headed fast toward the shed, dust flying in their wakes. Immigration, said Josefina. It's a sweep. The picket signs lay on the ground, discarded, and like a mass of marbles that had already been hit, the strikers scattered into the fields and toward the boxcars on the tracks, anywhere they could hide. The buses and cars screeched to a stop, and immigration officials and police carrying clubs jumped out and ran after them. The women in the packing shed huddled together, protected by the company's guard. What about us? said Esperanza, her eyes riveted on the guards who caught the strikers and shoved them back toward the buses. They would surely come into the shed next, with so many Mexicans working here. Her fingers desperately clenched Hortensia's arm. I cannot leave Mama. Hortensia heard the panic in her voice. No, no, Esperanza, they are not here for us. The growers need the workers. That is why the company guards us. Several immigration officials, accompanied by the police, began searching the platform turning over boxes and dumping out field bins. Hortensia was right. They ignored the workers in their stained aprons, their hands still folding, still holding the green asparagus. Finding no strikers on the dock, they jumped back down and hurried back to where a crowd was being loaded onto the buses. Americana! Americana! yelled one woman, and she began to unfold some papers. One of the officials took the papers from her hand and tore them into pieces. Get on the bus, he ordered. What will they do with them? asked Esperanza. They will take them to Los Angeles and put them back on the train to El Paso, Texas, and then to Mexico, said Josefina. But some of them are citizens, said Esperanza. It doesn't matter. They are causing problems for the government. They're talking about forming a workers' union. And the government, and the government and the growers don't like that. What about their families? How will they know? Word gets out. It is sad. They leave the buses parked at the station until late at night with those captured on board. Families don't want to be separated from their loved ones and usually go with them. That is the idea. They call it voluntary deportation, but it is not much of a choice. Two immigration officials position themselves in front of the shed. The others left on the buses. Esperanza and the other woman watched the despondent faces in the windows disappear. Slowly, the women reassembled on the line and began to pack again. It had all only lasted a few minutes. What happens now? asked Esperanza.
La Migra will keep their eyes open for any strikers that might be back, said Josefina, nodding toward the two men stationed nearby. And we go back to work and feel thankful it is not us on that bus. Esperanza took a deep breath and went back to her spot. She was relieved, but still imagined the anguish of the strikers. Troubled thoughts stayed in her mind. Something seemed very wrong about sending people away from their own free country because they had spoken their minds. She noticed she needed more bands to wrap around the asparagus bundles and walked to the back of the dock to get them. Within a maze of tall crates, she searched for the thick rubber bands. Some of the boxes had been tossed over by the immigration officials, and as she bent down to set one straight, she sucked in her breath, startled by what was in front of her. Marta was huddled in a corner, holding her finger to her lips, her eyes begging for help. She whispered, please, Esperanza, don't tell. I can't get caught. I must take care of my mother. Esperanza stood frozen for a moment, remembering Marta's meanness that first day in the truck. If she helped her and someone found out, Esperanza would be on the next bus herself. She couldn't risk it and started to say no. But then she thought about Marta and her mother holding hands and couldn't imagine them being separated from each other. And besides, they were both citizens. They had every right to be here. She turned around and headed back to where the others were working. No one paid any attention to her. They were all busy talking about the sweep. She picked up a bundle of asparagus, several burlap sacks from a stack, and a dirty apron that someone had left on a hook. She quietly wandered back to Marta's hiding place. La Migra is still out front, she said in a hushed voice. They will probably leave in an hour when the shed closes. She handed the apron and the asparagus to Marta. When you leave, put on the apron and carry the asparagus so you'll look like a worker, just in case anyone stops you. Gracias, whispered Marta. I'm sorry, I misjudged you. Shh, said Esperanza repositioning the crates and draping the burlap sacks across their tops so Marta couldn't be seen. Esperanza, called Josefina, where are you? We need the rubber bands. Esperanza stuck her head around the corner and saw Josefina with her hands on her hips waiting. Coming, she called. She grabbed a bundle of bands and went back to work as if nothing had happened.